Welcome to Find Your Momentum with Ken Kors on Money 105.5 and FindYourMomentumRadio.com. Momentum is everything in business. You need to constantly generate more leads, make better sales, and create bigger results. That's what we do on Find Your Momentum. Ken Kors has trained thousands of small businesses around the world, and now he's here to go to work for you. Get inspired, motivated, and in action with Ken, starting right now on Find Your Momentum. Ken Kors here every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on Find Your Momentum Radio, Money 105.5 here in Sacramento, and findyourmomentumradio.com for this and all replays. And I'm feeling a little bit feisty today. And we're coming out swinging to talk about coffee and talking about marketing. I'm getting on a plane tonight. I'm taking a red eye to Salt Lake City where I'm going to be working with the great team at Strongbrook to really you know, continue working through what we're going to talk about today, which is the copy process, the campaign process. And I also want to give a shout out to my friends who just finished their session of Laurel's Big Table down in Sydney. I was supposed to be there for that trip. It didn't work out this time, but I still love all of you. I'm sad I didn't get to see Fred and Greg and the team of all of you over there who I'm sure put on an amazing event. And I know that a lot of you were talking about today's show and mentioning over there that copy was something that you needed support with and ideas for campaign design and all the stuff that I love to do and that the team and myself at Explore Momentum do for you. So that's what we're here to talk about today because copy really is the most important thing in your business. It's it's next to your mouth and your feet, which is your ability to get out and find customers and talk to them. Copy is what does the work for you or any of your content is what does the work for you when you're not there. And so I also want to leave the third segment on the show. I have some examples I brought in from coaching calls, but if you have something specific you'd like me to review, a website, some copy, again, give me a call 866-576-1055. Or if you're listening from Australia this morning, you need 916-679-1820 or jump on the Facebook at facebook.com slash explore momentum and leave us some samples there. We want to deal with real live examples for the show when talking about marketing. And one of the things I mentioned from the very beginning of Find Your Momentum Radio, the first show we did is we talked about the model that's called interest action conversion. We talked about the three phases of any marketing campaign. And during that show and, and every subsequent show, I talk about this until I'm blue in the face, is that Everyone that's listening to the show, regardless of your business, and I don't care what it is, what your product is, your services, your investment is, any of the stuff that you have, all of us are actually in the same business. The truth is, most of us think of ourselves as deliverable providers. We think of ourselves as the thing we do, or the thing we provide, or the thing we serve. And the truth is that everybody that's listening to the show, especially those of you that are truly committed to making more money, all of us are in the business of business. We're business owners. And business does have a template. It does have standards. It does have things that you have to do consistently in order to be successful. Sales and marketing being the top of the charts. If you're not sales and if you're not doing sales and you're not getting new customers in the door, then you got problems. So for all of you out there, I want you to keep that in mind as you're listening to me talk about strategy, because if you're in marketing and you want to be successful at that, you're absolutely in the content development business. And most businesses I coach with, most businesses I work with don't have nearly enough content and they don't think in terms of sequencing their content in the proper way. Most of us think, hey, I've got a thing. 
And that's the way I like to even say it on coaching calls. I've got a thing, whether that thing is real estate or stocks or, you know, or coaching or consulting or training programs or books or any of that. Most of us think, hey, I've got a thing. And that thing is going to do the work for me from the very beginning. And if we know that we're all in the sales and marketing business and that just having a thing, just having a product or service isn't enough to make you money. After all, anybody who'd ever written a book or anybody who have ever launched a radio show or anybody who did that stuff should be making lots of money just off that, right? Well, the truth is they're not. The truth is sales and marketing is what gets you where you want to go. And what's worse is that most marketers and and most of us that are out there doing marketing consistently don't necessarily see ourselves as content providers. We don't see ourselves as creators or masters of our domain and the content we create. And in fact, I think of it as a divide. What I've noticed about even successful business owners and entrepreneurs is they become more and more beholden to their thing to their product, to their service, to their widget, to whatever it is you want to call it. And they start to lose sight of the fact that everyone that's successful is in the content business, particularly the content marketing business. And that's true offline, online, doesn't matter what your methodology is. You're, you're beholden to content marketing. And so the divide shows up when most of us think that the content we create in our business is content that we're using to promote our thing or content that we're using to promote our business, rather than the understanding that the consistent creation of content, regularly creating new copy, new campaigns, new conversations, is is our business. We're all in that business regardless of what we're, what we do in our in our day-to-day business. It doesn't matter. And so the, the closer you can get to understanding that there really is no divide, What's true is first, then you first you see the system. You realize, yeah, there's a system behind all these things. And regardless of what product or service you have, the marketing is generally the same. It's the message and the conversation that changes. Depending on what you're selling, and I'm going to talk about that in our next segment, for a lot of you, depending on what you're selling, you've still got to realize that once you've got the business system, You've got the marketing generating leads and bringing in new conversations, new people. You got the sales closing deals. Then you move them in to the rest of a system of a process for your fulfillment, for your accounting, for all of the different things that you do in your process. That system can be picked up and plugged into any business. It can be plugged into any deliverable once you've got it right. The only thing that changes in that model is the content, the copy. So what makes effective copy? And I know a lot of you ask, I mean, that's probably one of, if not the most asked questions I get, what makes good copy or good content for a marketing campaign? Well, the the first thing that's true is just like I said, with business systems, marketing systems are interchangeable in some way. What makes good copy is first process that sits behind it. The understanding that Writing copy or writing an email, for example, and sending it out isn't enough to feed a marketing system. It isn't enough to send somebody one email and then hope that it works and hope that you get everything you want out of that and then never email again. So content is an ever-evolving thing in your business, just like your conversations. Like Think back if you've ever made sales in your life. Think back to the very first sales call that you've ever made. On the very first sales call you ever made compared to now, for some of you, that's probably thousands and thousands of calls, while for others of you, you're maybe on call number five. But every one of those calls, you get better. 
the talk track gets tighter, the conversation gets better, your questions get sharper, your understanding of the client gets better, which Martha talked about a couple of weeks back when she guest hosted. We have to understand our clients and we have to understand their conversation to be successful. And the more that we leverage ourselves, and I like to say the more that you leverage your brains and your mouth to say, look, the new conversations and the improved conversations that are coming out when I meet people, regardless of where I meet them, and I have a conversation, are what are going to transform the business long term. So we have to start putting a strategy and a process behind our marketing, which I've talked about many, many times on the show. Without the process, you're essentially firing good content and good copy into, into nothing. You don't have a process that sits behind it. So interest action conversion, I'll, I'll rely on a lot on this. And again, for those of you that don't that are new to the show, just listening, just tuning in while you're driving in your car, you can get all the replays. This is show 15. We've got 14 other replays available for you on findyourmomentumradio.com where I describe that system in depth. And I'll keep describing it as the weeks go on. But let's dig into copy in our second segment. So what makes good copy? What questions do you need to ask? How can you make anything that you print and send more effective? Find your Momentum Radio here on Money 105.5 Sacramento. I'm Ken Kors, and we'll be right back. Ken Course here to talk about yourmomentumnow.com. And notice I didn't just say my momentum, it's your momentum. Even though I call my business Explore Momentum, the truth is I know it's all about you. And it's all about understanding what you need in your business, the sales, the marketing, the mentorship. And some of you might be successful in business and might need help in other areas of your life, whether it's parenting or personal development or spiritual practice or whatever it is that you do. Well, the good news for you is there's a brand new app that's just come out in the past couple of months. You can download it completely free at yourmomentumnow.com and you can get training and education from the best in the world on any number of different topics from sales, from marketing, from business systems to real estate investing to personal development. You name it, it's out there. And if it's not there, the best part about signing up at yourmomentumnow.com is you can become that expert. You can be someone that shares your program, shares your knowledge with the world, and it's free to start. Check out the platform. My amazing friends and partners at Strongbrook have developed it and gone out to bring in the best mentors in the world because we know mentoring makes the difference between successful people and people that struggle. So we want you to make more money, want you to be successful. Check it out totally free today. Get my programs on the platform as well. YourMomentumNow.com. You're on Find Your Momentum Radio with Ken Course on Money 105.5 and FindYourMomentumRadio.com, where it's all about your results. Sharpen your marketing, get laser-focused on your sales, and build a system to maintain momentum all the way to the bottom line. Now, back to Ken Course. Ken Course here. FindYourMomentumRadio.com. Get this and all replays of the show going forward from our friends at Money 105.5 here in Sacramento. Amazing free education you get here on this network too. And what you learn about the markets, what you learn about investing, what you learn about real estate from our friends Realtor Reese, how you get inspired and motivated on Fridays with the Rush Hour by Jim Chong and Cami Ferry, the theater queen out there entertaining you and providing you with some insight. You've got afternoon recess on Thursdays and Fridays with Lenny Sanson. A lot of you need to get out there and really engage with the hosts on this network, get to know 
know the people that are here. I see a lot of them at the station events here. I see a lot of them around town. And for a lot of you, engage. Call in, ask your questions, get help. Your bank account is depending on you. And I can tell you that no one cares about what's going on on your balance sheet more than you do. And so we want to help. I'm here to help, too, on Find Your Momentum Radio every Tuesday at 4 p.m., 866-576-1055. Give me a call. And we're talking copy today. We're talking about what makes or breaks most marketing campaigns, which is the content. And in our first segment, I reminded everyone that process is what sits behind effective campaigns. But now let's dig into the copy a little bit. Actually, what a lot of people don't realize, because I'm such a strategic marketer, I talk about strategic marketing all the time and the process process behind marketing and how you duplicate and how you automate and how you create a lot of those things. But actually, my primary skill over the years that I've used in the various positions that I've had and the marketing campaigns I've created is copywriting. And so over the years, I've written copy for New York Times bestseller campaigns. I've written copy for multi-million dollar product launches. I've been out in the world writing copy for a long time. And so over that time, I've mentored under a lot of great people and learned a lot about copy. And I know that copy is what makes or breaks a lot of your products, a lot of your campaigns, especially people that put a lot of work. I, I don't think anyone I've ever met puts a little work into their book or a little work into their products or a little work into what they're doing. It's important for us. And so first of all, let's go through a hit list of some things that are really important about copy. And for years and years, whenever I would write anything, whether it's a business card, whether it's a flyer, whether it's an email message, whether it's a social post, I always ask myself the following questions. And I and so I highly recommend if you don't take notes, if you're in your car and you can't take notes, get over to findyourmomentumradio.com. You want to download this, print it and put it on your wall. I had the same checklist I'm about to share with you in this segment and the next segment hanging on my wall in front of me. Literally, any time I would write anything, and I would compare what I had written with these questions. So first of all, what makes good copy or good content? And it doesn't matter what type of content. We can be as specific as you like um, if you have questions, but let's get specific. So first of all, it's emotionally motivated. It's not logically motivated. Most people try to connect with the intelligence. They try to connect with the logic. They try to connect with that side. And the truth is, is that everybody who buys anything is buying for emotional reasons. And the core emotion behind any sale that ever happens is trust. It has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that I trust you will deliver me whatever it is that you've got. So it doesn't matter what business, what product, what service you've got. All purchases and all copy that's going to get somebody to take action is emotionally driven, not logically driven. And you want to do the best you can to remember that. In fact, there's a tool I'll share in an upcoming segment here and, and, and as the show goes on that you can start to rate the emotional content and the emotional words in your copy, which is critical to do. The second one is, so we talked about emotional motivation. That's number one. The second one is it has a good balance between pain and opportunity. So obviously there's only two real motivators for anyone to do anything. There's pain. I'm in so much pain. I need to change it or I need to make something happen or I need a particular experience or opportunity. There's something that I want. There's something that interests me about this. I could see myself getting somewhere else based on the opportunity of using your product, using your service. And so you have to have a balance of both. Some people are more pain motivated. Some people are more opportunity motivated. So any piece of content that you create, you can make the choice to appeal to one or the other, but it's also good to find how you can create 
create a balance in your copy to say, what's the pain and what's the opportunity? So in the weeks previous, you've heard me say, what problems do you solve? What needs do you meet? How do you serve other people in getting through whatever's going on with them? So your copy has to answer those questions. And that's every single piece of copy, whether it's your social, whether it's email, whether it's flyers, business card, you got to have both. So emotional motivation, then you got to have a balance between pain and opportunity. Then over time, as you start to grow as a copywriter, what you realize, the third factor is, it's using the client's language and words and not yours. So when I tell people who want to be good marketers that they have to become good salespeople as well, a lot of people say, oh, well, why would I need that? And the truth is, is for most people, the sales process isn't about going through a script. It isn't about telling people what they want. It isn't about features and benefits. It's really about asking great questions and then listening to what people are telling you or listening to how people relate to whatever it is that you do. And I'll share some examples in our third segment coming up because I want to get more specific about this and help those of you listening truly understand how this integrates into a business. So the truth is, is that your copy evolves over time to use the client's language and words and not yours. So again, some of us, like this is a big problem I have. I'm a smart guy. I talk fast. You can probably hear that. I train a lot of people and intelligence is a huge value to me. And the truth is for most people, what what I had to learn as a copywriter is not necessarily dumb it down. It's not dumb it down, but it's understand why people buy, why people are interested in things. And for the most part, in all of the explaining that I would do in my emails, in my copy and the things that I would create, I would totally breeze past why someone would want to work with me or why someone would want to buy a product or service. I'd be so focused on what they were going to do as opposed to why they were going to do it in the first place. So that's a key factor. Don't get so focused on what they're going to do, but get really focused on why they're going to do it in the first place and especially emotionally. And then we move to the next place. So the fourth factor is your copy, any copy, creates experiences, not thoughts. And so the truth is, I mentioned the balance already of a lot of people will write copy and they'll write their creative around features and benefits. They'll say, when you work with me, these things will happen. Or or, or not these things will happen, actually. Let me reframe that a little bit. When you work with me, here's what you're going to do or here's what you're going to get. So that's what most people will frame their copy around. I actually stated it the right way because I'm, it's so programmed in my DNA to frame it the right way of it's about what their life's going to be like. But And the truth is, is that you've got to create experiences in any content that you've created. And the more that you can get connected to the experience that people will go through, and, and the best question you can ask yourself for this is what will their experience be like? What will my client's experience be like? when they've already done whatever it is I'm offering them, when they've already completed my program, when they've already integrated their process, and when they've already lost weight, when they've already gotten healthier, when they're already making more money. For me, as the person that has the service that gets you there, I have to keep going back to the experience because the experience is the motivator. And I'll talk about that more in our next segment. The experience is truly the motivator to get anyone to take action. And the other thing is, as copywriters and marketers and people that are really savvy at this, we don't know 
what your experience as the reader, as the listener is going to be. We don't know those answers. So we can't assume ex experiences for you. Features and benefits and how-tos and all the parts of the system that we think are what are gonna motivate you, we have the most features, a lot of people will say. And the truth is, if you wanna look in the marketplace at how well that works, look at the battle that's constantly ongoing between Apple and Microsoft. People buy Apple because of the experience of having an Apple. Not necessarily because it has better features. It has some features that are easier. There's some things they do differently. But a lot of times, Microsoft products, or really any competitors in the space, Android you can use, have better features. They have different features. They have things that are more useful to certain markets. And yet, people buy Apple for the experience. In their advertising, if you look at a great Apple campaign, anywhere, any campaign they've ever done, they very, very rarely, if ever, talk about any of the features of the product. A lot of people buy iPhones and iPads just because they have no idea what they actually do. <laughs> they just buy them because people say, buy an Apple. The experience of your life will be improved. It's simple. It's easy. It's connected. It's different. So good copy creates experiences, not thoughts. We're not focused on features and benefits. If you send someone into their head, if you send someone deep into thought when you're trying to get them to do something, you're trying to get them to read something, the truth is, is that they're no longer listening to you. They're in their own head. They're telling their own story. They're relating to their own experiences. They're totally disconnected from whatever it is you're trying to get them to do. The only time someone will listen to you is when they're bought into whatever experience they think they're going to have. And again, I'm going to get more specific and do some examples in our third segment. And if you want to be one of those examples, feel free to call in 866-576-1055. Happy to work with live bullets out there if you've got them. And then finally, the last piece of good copy, and then I'm going to review this whole checklist, is there's always, always, always a next step. There's always a next thing to do. That next thing to do doesn't always necessarily have to mean buy something, although that's a good time to get somebody to buy something. But the truth is, is that anything that you send anyone, and I don't care flyers, business cards, emails, social media, any of it, always has to lead to what's next. I take this and how does it fit into the bigger experience? How does it fit into the bigger picture? And a lot of times, again, that's about grounding with the person that's reading in the first place and understanding your customer. What do they want? What do they care about? What experiences are they looking for? And the closer you get to the experience, not what they're going to do, the more successful you'll be. So I want to run through that checklist again, and I want to do it more quickly, but I wanted to ground those examples. So first, it's emotionally motivated, not about logic or thoughts. It's emotion. Second, has a good balance between pain and opportunity. So you got to have both. Third, it evolves to use the client's language and words, not your words. Fourth, it creates experiences, not thoughts. And then finally, five, there's always a next step. And that next step should be logical. It should make sense based on whatever you're asking them to do to get to that point. And so into our third segment, before I start case studies, I was going to cram it in here, but I know we're not going to have enough time, is I want to ask the questions you should ask whenever you're looking at anything. Because a lot of you write copy day to day, you write emails, you do your social. You got to say, how do I evaluate against that scale? Well, that's coming up in our third segment, some case studies. Let's put this copy to work. Copies driving your business. Is your copy working for you? Let's find out. 866-576-1055. Ken Course, findyourmomentumradio.com and Money1055, Sacramento. Sacramento. 
From the Big Mountain Heating, Air, and Solar Traffic Center, Charlie Simons. Cloudy conditions, and now we have a 20% chance of showers starting as early as tonight. Definitely a 50-50 shot at them tomorrow, and we've got some real slow travel coming out of Roseville. Starting at Sunset Boulevard until you get past Galleria and stop and go. 80 heading westbound at Watt Avenue. Ramp restrictions right before you get to the beginning of that construction work across the top of town. And the Cap City Freeway Business 80 portion is starting to be very slow along its entire span. It's going to average about 35, 40 miles an hour for you between 50 until you get past the Cap City split. That's how you're driving. I'm Charlie Simons. Hi, this is Real Therese, exclusive agent of Sports Star Relocation and Senior Vice President of Hybrid Brokers Realty. Join me Monday through Friday in The Real Therese Show as we discuss hot topics in the world of real estate, sports, and all things Sacramento. From celebrity guests, industry experts, and everything in between. Join me Monday through Friday on Monday 105.5 at 3 p.m. Taking questions, giving advice, and managing risk is my duty to you. So remember, tune in 3 p.m. weekdays The Real Therese Show. Now you see it, now it's sold. Money 105.5 has a new show featuring experienced elder law attorney Justin M. Gilbert. He answers questions regarding estate planning, changes to trust law, Medi-Cal, veterans benefits, protecting your property from the cost of long-term care, and other topics the insurance companies do not want you to know about. Listen every Tuesday morning at 10 on Money 105.5 or contact Justin at 916-932-2108. 932-2108 or go to justinmgilbert.com. And listen to Legacy Planning Radio every Tuesday morning at 10 on Money 105. If you've got a 401k, IRA, or pension plan, I've got some bad news for you. This is Brett Kitchen, and the IRS wants you to think these qualified plans are the best way to save for retirement. They give you a tax break when you contribute. Sounds good, right? Wrong. A qualified plan could be a tax disaster when you retire. With $18 trillion in debt, taxes are already going up. Imagine paying a top tax rate of over 90% like the 1960s. There's a better way. It's an alternative the ultra-rich use that beats the pants off your IRA or 401k. It's been around for years. Your money grows grows tax-deferred, has no taxes in retirement, and no income taxes when you die. Plus, you can grow your money potential double digits with no risk of losing money when the market crashes. If the market tanks like 2008, you lose nothing. Call Wealth Beyond Wall Street now at 1-800-259-3131 to talk to a specialist and get a free copy of my brand new book, Wealth Beyond Wall Street, to protect yourself from taxes and crashes. No credit card required. Call 1-800-259-3131. 1-800-259-3131. That's 1-800-259-3131. If your last electric bill gave you heart palpitations, call Bonnie for an AC tune-up, including Freon, for just $59. Bonnie has made your home comfort more affordable than ever. Make sure your air conditioning is running at peak efficiency with Bonnie's $59 AC tune-up with Freon. Call Bonnie today because this is a limited-time offer. Call 444-0551. Offer includes two pounds of Freon. License number 696355. Get more at Meta. Now at Meta Subaru and MetaSubaru.com. More selection. The best in the Sacramento area. More savings. They've got the best deals around. More satisfaction. An A-plus experience. Only Meta Subaru includes your first year scheduled maintenance plus 0% financing. See your savings instantly at MetaSubaru.com. The best decision I ever made was to shop at Meta. More selection. More savings. More satisfaction. Get more now at Meta. Subaru. 
Ken Kors here to talk about yourmomentumnow.com. And I know that a lot of you are listening to this network because you want to make more money. Sales and marketing training are where it's at if you want to learn how to make more money and you want to take control of your financial future. The best part about yourmomentumnow.com is that you can get free education, education you would normally pay hundreds if not thousands of dollars for on a platform that goes everywhere you want to go. Android, Apple, your PC. You can log in, get educated from the top mentors in the industry every single day. Get inspired, get motivated. And for a lot of you, I know that you need your marketing plan or you're figuring out how to launch your business or you just want to make your business a bit better. So me, the host of Find Your Momentum Radio, has launched my two programs on the platform at yourmomentumnow.com, one of which is called the 1234 Marketing System, which is a simple four-point checklist that will help you get your marketing plan in place, help you start bringing new customers into your business right away. And the best part is when you sign up at yourmomentumnow.com, you get that program, seven parts and a marketing plan by the end of it, completely free. So check it out right away, yourmomentumnow.com. Welcome back to Find Your Momentum Radio with Ken Course on Money 105.5 and findyourmomentumradio.com. Want to get more out of your marketing and sales strategies? Need to gain some momentum in your business? That's what we do here on Find Your Momentum. Now, here's Ken Course. Ken Course here to talk about your momentum, your business, your marketing. Talking about copy today. Give me a call in this third segment, third and fourth segments. I'm going to be firing live bullets. 866 576 1055. Or if you're international, 916 679 188. Here talking about copywriting, talking about content today. And I know for a lot of you, you don't you understand how important copy is, but you got to get it right in your business. Copy is the most important tool in your business. And what I notice about it too is that a lot of you don't have the marketing system that sits behind it. So I talked about a five-point checklist in our last segment that gives you the idea of how your copy should look. So it's emotionally motivated, has a good balance between pain and opportunity. It uses the client language and not yours it creates experience and not thoughts and there's always a next step so for a lot of you you want to make sure that you have that checklist with what you're doing and there's a 10 second quick test you can give yourself with any copy and it looks like I got a caller coming in oh nice I got Amber in Denver calling I know who that is so we'll go to her in a minute but I want to go through these questions real quick before I bring her on so Amber will jump on in a moment, but I'm going to give a 10-second piece that I missed in our last segment. So, 10-second test I do on every piece of copy. doesn't matter what piece of copy it is. And so, again, you'll want this hanging right in front of you on the wall, just like those five points I gave you before. And so, these series of questions will help you get your copy refined. So, first of all, the first question is, what is this? Or you can put, alternatively, why should I pay attention to this? So, what is this? And why should I pay attention? That's question one. Question two, what's in it for me? And I also like to frame that as why should I care? So not only what's in it for me, but why should I care about it? Then the third question, what happens when I do what you're asking me to do? So if I take the action, whatever the action is, what happens then? What's the experience? Then the fourth question, what happens if I don't do what you're asking me to do? So if I take no action or I don't change, what happens? And then finally, why do I need to do this now? So I'll run through that real quick again. What is this? Question one. What's in it for me? Question two. Question three. What happens when I do what you're asking me to do? 
Question four, what happens when I don't do what you're asking me to do? And finally, question five, why do I need to do this now? So if you hang those two things in front of you and you get into the mind of your customer, both of those things will dramatically change your copy. And, and Amber, I think I knew who that is. Amber in Denver, thank you for calling in. I'm going to go to you. Welcome to Find Your Momentum. I think you're my first official caller. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ken. Can you hear me? I can. Awesome to hear you. Thanks for calling in. So we're talking oh, no about problem. copy Great today. Great show. I've got a question for you. Sure. What's up? Uh, hopefully I'm not jumping ahead of you a little bit here, but when you're when you're <clears throat> new at starting and creating copy, how do you measure the accuracy of your copy and, you know, what's going to bring you conversion? Because ultimately conversion is the end goal. Right. Um, you know, to bring in customers. But when you're when you're sending out copy and you're and you're doing these things that you're saying and you're trying different things. How do you measure what's working and what's not? Great question. Actually, it's not jumping ahead of where I'm at. So let, I'm going to give two answers to that question. So first of all, I'm going to give a tool that's awesome. I learned about it at Traffic and Conversion last year at Ryan Dice's Summit, who's one of my mentors that I follow often. And so he provided a tool that's called the Emotional Value Calculator, the EMV. If you Google it, all you need to do is, is Google Emotional Value Calculator. And I'll actually put that up with the show replay this week. So when you write subject lines, when you write paragraphs, when you write things in your copy, the emotional value calcul calculator, which is provided by the Advanced Marketing Institute, it's a free tool anyone can use out there. You can paste in your submission and it will give you feedback on the emotional words and the emotional content within your copy. And a good score on that, or on a sentence, if you have questions, I particularly like to use it for my subject lines and emails and for my opening sentence or my opening paragraph or anything that appears in bold. So I wanna make sure the emotional content is really high. So again, emotional value calculator will tell me, first of all, is it emotionally viable? Is it resonating? The other cool thing about that tool is it breaks it down based on the words you use into three categories, intellectual, empathetic, or spiritual. So empathetic and spiritual, again, you need a little bit of that in there, but those are the flavors you're going to and it also breaks it down by category. So there are paid tools that do it as well, but that's a free tool that will tell you, first of all, is my coffee going to land with people? Does it have emotionally stimulating content? So the emotional value calculator. Now, let's talk about specifics. So uh, from what you described, it sounded like you're talking about email marketing. So let's talk specifics about what an email should do. So first and foremost, the very first thing is your subject line has to get people opening it. So the first indicator of whether or not it's working is do people actually open your emails, period. So any email tool, whether it's a free tool like MailChimp or whether it's an advanced tool like Infusionsoft, doesn't matter, will show you open rates. So you send out, and I'll just use even numbers, you send out to 100 people, how many of those 100 people actually open your email? And so first of all, we got to know that. Are they even paying attention? As your emotional content in your copy gets better and improves, the open rates, I guarantee they'll go up. They'll go from, on average, you know, 10 to 20% higher when just with that tweak alone. Something that actually gets someone going, huh, I, I'm not even sure what that means or I have an emotional connection to it. They'll, that right there will get people opening your emails. That's when the conversion comes in, which is what you were talking about. So in this example, let's assume you're sending an email out, you want people to open it, and you want them to go to your website and buy something. I'm just going to use that example. 
example. And if and since I know your business, I know that you do this amazing service called Amber's List. So I'll plug that on the call as well, which helps connect people in the real estate business, um, whether they're realtors, brokers, investors, with contractors in any given area that can help um, fix up a house, that can help do home improvements, all those things so that you can get bids on that prior to them coming out or prior to you buying a property or prior prior to you investing or prior to you moving that property to somebody else. So I know that's amberslists.com for those of you that want to check that out, who's my caller right there. And so I know your deliverable. Your deliverable is you're selling people this amazing service which connects those two things together. So I gave you those questions before and I'm going to walk through it real quick. So emotional investment is high in a real estate deal. First of all, if I'm the buyer, it's high because I'm buying a new house, I'm nervous about it, I don't know what it's gonna be like, so emotional motivators are high if I'm targeting the buyer. If I'm targeting the seller, obviously they're motivated by cash in their pocket. They're motivated by money. The experience is at this point, how much am I gonna make off of this deal and what happens if this deal goes wrong or this deal doesn't go the way I want it to go? Uh, you know, Lots of people in the real estate business will vouch for that fear. And then as you get more experienced, then you can start to target obviously the service providers as well. So for the service providers, it helps them make more money, it helps them create more business, helps them do more of what they do. So the emotional motivators, we've got those on the three sides so the pain I, I painted a little bit for the buyer is if they buy a house and there's stuff that's wrong with it that's the pain for the seller the pain is if they don't sell the house or something goes wrong or they don't sell it at the price they want for the service provider it's that they're not doing business so they're not out there getting the contracts getting the bids that's the pain the opportunity now if I look at it for the for the buyer is they get a great house it's perfect it's everything they ever wanted for the buyer or for the seller, it's they sell the house, they make the maximum possible money, they have a happy client that refers them again and again and again. For the service provider, you have they get the bid, they get connected with people who are doing these types of deals every day. And from that place, you're not only getting them a job, but you're getting them ongoing business and ongoing support. And you have the platform for feedback. So to convert them, I have to balance the pain and the opportunity in any copy I send. And of course, in, in real estate in particular, there's there's jargon in that industry you want to be aware of. So your client's language in that would be the real estate jargon <laughs> for the most part. And then the experiences, I've really framed that and the pain and the opportunity of the experience we're trying to create. And the next step is they either learn more about the platform or they buy into the platform. They become a member either as a buyer, a seller or a service provider. So for conversion to work, obviously, first and foremost, conversion won't work if they don't open the email. So that, that's why I gave the emotional thing first. If they don't look at your content or it doesn't draw their attention or it doesn't grab their eye, then you can never turn them into customers. So first and foremost, the more emotional connection and experiential connection you create on the front end, the better. That's first. And then for conversion, use direct language. This is something I was actually working with with my producer, Lindsay, earlier, is if you want someone to do something, directly tell them what to do or directly ask them to do it. Don't use passive language ever. So in this example, what that means is if you want them to take the next step, say, you know, use those words, use more command words when you're trying to actually convert as in the next, take the next step here, get started now. You know, it, it, I don't like click here. That's still 
little passive because click isn't me taking an action, although it's better than some I've seen out there. So to influence conversion at that point, I have to use direct language when I'm asking them to do something. And so again, I'm using that five-step checklist that I just that I just gave, and that was how I used it. I used it for a kind of complex business like yours to review for those that just tuned in, which yours has three types of clients in it. And so got to get them to open it with the emotional stuff. Got to understand my audiences, which you have three, which are interested there. Got to understand the balance between pain and opportunity that I use in my language. I've got to understand the experience that's created for each of them. And then finally, the next step is what? In your case, that next step just has to be super clear on how they're moving to the next level. So for each one of those campaigns in particular, I understand for the buyers, it's it's got to be a quick call to action about, you know, get an evaluation, get connected with service providers, make sure your house is perfect. For the seller, it's sell the house now or sell the house quicker. And finally, for the service provider, it's get more business today or get more business now. I know that was a complicated answer, but did that get to your point? And I wanted to make it valuable for you. <laughs> yeah, no, that did. That, that that actually broke down, I think, where the barrier is. We're getting great response on the opening of the uh, content for the emails and the copy. Uh, we're just not getting the conversion that we should be receiving. Um, in the last campaign, we sent out 1,100 emails, received 520 openings. Wow, excellent. So stick around for so my... We're I'm grabbing gonna, them, but we're not converting them. And I'm, So stick around, because I want to keep working with this. This is perfect. So stay through. We're going to take a quick break here, going into our final segment. But Amber, stick around. Let's talk about that specifically, because you're proving my copy model. Find your Momentum Radio, findyourmomentumradio.com with your host, Ken Course, at this point. Every Tuesday, 4 p.m., you can get this and all replays at the website. Follow us on Facebook or call in like Amber did. Thank you so much. 866-576-1055. We'll be right back to keep talking about your marketing, your copy, and pushing you forward. We'll be right back. Ken Course, your marketing expert, here to talk about Explore Momentum. At ExploreMomentum.com, we are the team behind New York Times bestselling launches, behind product development, multi-million dollar product launches, behind over 10 programs that have generated millions in revenue for businesses around the world. And we're here in Sacramento, actually Rockland, and we want to go to work for you, help you with your marketing, help you with your sales, help you get the copy, the creative, the content that you need to get successful in your marketing. And again, I've been in, in marketing and training small businesses and entrepreneurs for nearly 10 years now and want to put those skills to work for your business. So if you need marketing help, you need sales assistant, or you want to get trained to do so, that's what we do at Explore Momentum. So check us out today, exploremomentum.com, and looking forward to seeing you on the other side. You're back with Find Your Momentum Radio and Ken Course on Money 105.5 and findyourmomentumradio.com. Let's get passionate and inspired about your business, your community, and your results. We're here to help you get motivated and get creative on your marketing sales and systems. Now, back to Ken Course. Ken Course here on Find Your Momentum Radio, findyourmomentumradio.com. And I've got Amber on the phone who called in from Denver. Thank you so much for dialing in. We're talking about the copy today. We're talking about content that sits behind your marketing and marketing process. So Amber called in in our last segment because we gave a model in our second segment. If you missed it, go download this episode. I highly recommend you print out the model I gave and the checklist of questions that I gave you out there for those of you who are writing copy of any 
any kind, whether it's emails, social media, printed copy, books, any of that stuff, understanding the difference. And so I loved, um, we're talking to Amber, who runs a company called Amber's List out of Denver, Colorado, which is a pretty amazing service. You can check it out yourself at amberslists.com. And that product actually helps match up um, a variety of people, buyers of homes, um, realtors and sellers or investors, and finally service providers, whether they're construction service providers that can do home improvement with each other so that you can get connected with people and get bids and deals and all those things put together before they before you make a decision or, or during the process of making a decision. So it's an amazing platform you built, Amber, and you mentioned that you sent out over a thousand emails and that you got over 500 open so the emails are getting traction that means that the subject line that you're putting in there is passing the emotional sniff test so then what you're saying from there so with let's go into the details a little bit more so if you have that many open rates what are you finding are the next thing I'd be looking at is what are the click-through rates on the email so you obviously have a call to action in the email what's the call to action and what are the click-through rates look like um, the call to action is uh, basically, you know, growing their business. We're, this, this one was targeted specifically towards service providers. Okay. Um, and it was to, you know, help grow their business, put them in a position where they can be connecting with people who do business with them on a regular basis. Right. And not just a one-time, you know, one-time uh, event. So gotcha. um, really giving them the opportunity to grow their business. Right. And, what... and we did get a couple of calls. So people were actually motivated to pick up the phone and call. Um, we're just not getting that, you know, for the amount of openings that we received, which was tremendous. Um, I feel that somewhere in that email, we dropped off on the point of conversion, right. which was the call to action. Right. And and to me, normally what I would say is this, and, and I don't have your copy in front of me, but here's from the scenario you describe, you're describing a scenario where my assumption is there's not enough pain or urgency in the call to action. So what I'm hearing when you describe what you're describing is you're getting their attention, they're opening it, and they're looking at it. So they're curious about whatever it is you said in the subject line. And and then we have to go through that same, that kind of 10 second test I brought up with the questions at this point. So obviously, first of all, the copy has to answer, what is this or why should I pay attention? So they're doing that. They're opening it. They're saying it's good. Then it's in this next part where somewhere in here it's breaking down because what's in it for me, clearly if they thought you, you're getting some value out of it, you're getting some calls and some response. So that doesn't mean it's not valuable at all and the whole thing needs to change. It means you're getting some response, but not urgent response, not people beating down your doors. Then, the, then we get into the experience, which is the two questions after. So what happens when I do what you're asking me to do? And then what happens when I don't do what you're asking me to do? I would bet with the audience that you're talking about, which is service providers, and I want to clarify that for our listeners, it's people that are you know, construction workers, handymen, you know, repair people, electricians, plumbers, et cetera, et cetera, that are doing this, is that they're going to be highly motivated, obviously, by the opportunity of having repeat business, but you've got to find a pain point that makes sense for all of them. So it might be a marketing pain point of how do they currently find new customers, um, especially with what is going on in that industry. You look at things like the yellow pages falling down and a lot of a lot of the traditional categories out there are falling down that your typical tradespeople would, would use for marketing. So that might be a pain point you can press on of not getting as, as many leads as easily as you might. Don't have a directory where you can list yourself to find people out. Um, if they're not taking action, 
action, it's almost always an urgency issue. It's almost always, I don't have enough pain or I'm curious about this. So what I like about it is it tells me you're, you've got them to the first step and you've got a few taking action. So turn the pain up. And the next email would be the next thing I would say of if you don't take action now, that what happens if you don't take action, then you're going to be stuck trying to figure this all out on your own. You're going to have to continue to figure out how to navigate this new marketing space without having the, you know, without having the tools that you had in the past. And for a lot of people, it's a difficult thing to do. In fact, it's why I started this radio show. <laughs> it was to be able to teach people how to navigate all these new things. And so it, the, the pain and the urgency is where I would imagine it would break down. So and then, of course, the other thing I brought up earlier that I might re revisit again is that the call to action itself, that the wherever you're acting, asking them to click or whatever the language is around that is super duper direct. It's like directly related to the copy that's in there. It makes sense as a next step and it's urgent. And so here are some ways to create urgency. So I talked about how to create pain. Let me give you some ways to create urgency as well. So urgency, the first thing you want to think is, you know, scarcity. So what do they, what, why do they need to do it now? Is there something that would be different about them doing it now versus them doing it a week from now or a month from now? So you might have scarcity offers that you put in there. Um, you might throw, you might throw additive bonuses in there. So, and again, depends on your model. I'm just giving some options. You might throw something additional that they get if they act now, as opposed to asking, acting later. Um, the, th the third thing from there is there might be some sort of incentive that they get for starting, you know, right now within a specific period of time. So maybe they would get, you know, things I've used in the past are additional trainings, um, you know, bonus offers. Like you can use the standard old infomercial model of buy one, get the second one free. So you want to be looking at, uh, you know, urgency incentives or pain points to both say uh, one of those is the reason why they're not taking action. So the copy probably doesn't need to be totally overhauled. Well, at least the subject line, but the the way the call to action is framed needs more urgency or more pain does that make sense perfect sense good and then use those yeah, questions i want to revisit those again i know i'm hammering them but they're so key in copy so the first one what is this and why should i pay attention what's in it for me and why should i care what happens when i do what you're asking me to do so again the experiential side and the emotional side what happens if I don't ask, do what you're asking me to do, which you want to put more pain there for them? And then finally, why do they need to do it now? And what are the incentives for doing it right at this moment? Make sense? Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think the breakdown is between three and five. Right, somewhere in there, yeah. you got to find it in the copy. And so for me, I would re really ramp up the pain a lot of times, especially for that market. Just knowing how much the marketplace has changed, and and knowing you know how challenging it is, and that's part of what's inspired you. I know to build the platform was the fact that there was no easy resource for someone to just log in and be able to talk to people that are doing that type of business every day. They had to go out and find them. And so, right. you know, figuring that out is a tough thing. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Amber. I appreciate it. And thanks for the oh, live thank bullets. You for your help. <laughs> this and was very helpful. Awesome. So, you know, again, to, to review for a lot of you, that those copy checklists, I promise you, a lot of you that are in business doing this often, it's part of what made me a, a much better copywriter. I'm an intellectual copywriter. Most of the time when I would Google or I would use the EMV calculator, the emotional marketing value calculator, my headlines were all intellectual and dry and they were all very feature oriented and dry. So it was understanding the emotional motivators.
motivators, that five-point checklist, the emotional motivators, the balance between pain and opportunity, the client's language and how I integrate that, the experience, and then the next step, those things, and then putting it past that five-question test is really what transformed me as a copywriter and got me, you know, again, competing against some of the top copywriters in the world as far as, you know, making sure that I could get people to take action. And action comes from emotion. A lot of times I want to make that clear is that there are a lot of people who have great products and great services, but if they cannot create emotional urgency, then that's where you fall down. And we're going to talk about that every week. Find your momentum radio.com Tuesdays at 4 PM. Be like Amber, call us in love to do coaching like that on the air and work with your issues in marketing and sales, helping you make more money. And that's what we do on Money 105.5 here in Sacramento. FindYourMomentumRadio.com. I'm Ken Course, your marketing, your sales, and small business expert. And we'll see you next week.